Hello and welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Idiots. Uh, my name is Carl Donnelly. My name is Julian Francis Dean. And we are, um, oh, we've already said Two Vegan Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Shit. We are. <laughs> Proving that we are. We are unprofessional. Um, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, we were joined by comedy legend Phil Cornwell. Um, it was fun, wasn't it? It was really fun. He's, um, I mean, he's done I just so like many... watching him talk. It's exactly. Fun. <laughs> he's just, he's, um, he's very interesting. He's very funny, uh, super charismatic. He's also been part of so many things that are cool in comedy. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he's a co-creator of Stella Street. Um, he's been on Dead Ringers. Uh, he's bloody. He's one of the voices of the, one of the gorillas. Like, you know, he's got a lot of cool stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, he's doing his first Edinburgh Fringe for nine years. And that's why I thought you were going to say, at any point there, you could have dived in to say some words. And you I'm just, just listening. Oh, cheers, mate. <laughs> you know what, I'm just really enjoying listening to you talk, girl. <laughs> that's nice, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we chatted about The Fringe. Uh, we answered some audience questions. About um, Bowie. About we, Mick Jagger. Oh, yeah, he talks about, so, yeah, you're here. He talk, tells us about what um, celebrities have thought of his impressions of them. About the um, idea of performing. Can you do any impressions? Nice. Um, I could do me. All right. Okay. Badly. I can't do any, no. You can do me while I'm struggling with things. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so and any updates? So one of the questions actually this week was, is, is Julian all right? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right, Alex. All right, Thanks, mate. man. Yeah. Much Good. love, brother. Cheers, mate. Do you know what? It's nice that you lot care for us. It's true, actually. It I is, like isn't it? it? It's yeah. nice. I want good vibes, man. Send your good vibes our way. I mean, you can di- currently you can divert them all to Julian. <laughs> I don't really need them. I'm actually in quite a cool yeah, place. I'm empty, mate. I'm empty. What happens when my life ultimately crumbles, as it always does about once every 10 years, uh, I'll take we'll them the good vibes. We'll be there for you, man. Yeah, man. Um, so, but currently, send them all Julian's way. Uh, anyway, kick back. Enjoy the podcast. Give Thanks us a review on iTunes, unless that's still yeah. a thing that people do. Share it. Share it around. Like it. Yeah. Do you know what? If you listen to it and you like it, why not tell a friend? Who Any doesn't... issues with it, let us know as well, because somebody didn't have it on their iPhone podcast. That is correct. But then I checked and it showed up on my iTunes oh, maybe podcast. It's, uh... So yeah, some people have had a, a little issue in the last week with Apple podcasts. Uh, let us know if you have any issues. Uh, but yeah, if you really enjoy it and you're a fan, why don't you tell off somebody who's not, a, you know, doesn't know about it. Just say to them, hey. Just at a bus stop or something. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just follow people down an alleyway who are on their Scream own. Scream at them. And then just just as you get up behind them and they think you're going to attack them, just go... Uh, Give them the good news. Yeah, have you had a too big idiot? First of all, no, you're not going to die. <laughs> Secondly, here's a great tip. <laughs> uh, right. Thanks for listening. Enjoy this episode. Cheers, guys. Too vegan idiots! Um, let's... Hit record <laughs> and then start talking. Welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots with me, Carl Donnelly. Me, Julian Dean. And guest of the week, Phil Cornwell. Yes. Very excited indeed. to have you here. Thanks for coming. We've got we've got a Spurs link. Yeah. Um, we also just discussed a strange link where people will know now that you are one of the voice of one of the um, gorillas. Yeah. Murdoch. Yeah, at London Zoo. <laughs> hey, he's here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Try the veal. Tip your waitresses. Right, Julian's uh, first joke of the podcast. Mate. You normally another, wait a bit. Try it. Try the veal or tip the waitress. That's another. Yes, you know. Anyway, fine. Um, uh, yes, indeed. You know, obviously. I mean, I was saying, telling Julian before that um, Stella Street is actually one of my favourite ever sitcoms. Oh, mate, thank you so I, much. I mean, it's one of them ones where it's just. I think it was, as well as like how good it is. I think it was a timing thing. Me and my friends were probably. 
at like 16 <coughs> to 18, that college era. It would be perfect. Oh, that. man. Like, well, of course, with the, the time it was on as well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It was never on at the same time. That was no. the problem. You had to be pretty keen because you yeah. had to find it. <laughs> you did. But also, I, yeah. love the, I love the length of episodes. That's a really nice... I know, wasn't that clever, Why really? aren't there more things made at 15 ten, minutes, well, 10, 10 15 ten, minutes? There were 10, but the second series was 15. Yes. They were, uh, but then we went back to 10s. But it, but it was so... It was great. It was quite intense for that. But, it you know, it worked really well. Do you ever... Get people quoting it back to you still. Yeah, of course. I would say course. so. It's because there's loads of quotable bits. Well, I bet know, I, I have I, some. Uh, yes, would, it would. I would. I was going to say I was going to guess one of the most quoted bits back to you. This go is on, go pure, on. pulling this out of the get, air. I'm, I'm thinking what I think it might be. I would before. go for um, Mick and Keith discussing have the you uh, seen the date on, on these marshmallows. marshmallows. <laughs> it's just the way he says it. Yeah, have you seen the date on these marshmallows? <laughs> they're well past their sell by. Yeah, well, they're like us then, man, aren't they? Because that that was. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, for some reason that line I think would stick with people. What enough was lovely to about really it, it was the people who used to watch it because we did people, and then they used to watch it as well, like Bowie, and and he, did God he? rest his soul, yeah, he, tremendous sense of humour about himself. It turns out well, he does, you know, and he loved it. He loved the because it was more like homage. I wasn't. It was quite. I was quite warm. I think definitely hopefully. not. Not not. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, absolutely. And he really appreciated some of the some of the lines as well, which was lovely to hear that as feedback. And uh, you know, Mick yeah. watched it as well. I think he he uh, used to watch it. As has Michael Caine ever got in touch? Yeah, well, no, he liked it too. He said some nice <laughs> things about it because everyone does him, so I'm not sort of unique there. But I think he appreciated the impression. He said, well, he said he's got me down to a T from my Alfie days. That's what he actually said. <laughs> well, have you, How nice is that? Do you watch The Trip? With, yeah, uh, I haven't really seen I've uh, seen, bits you seen of the trip? Steve and Rob. No. Yeah, so doing Rob Brydon, Steve Coogan. There's a, there's a very, very oh, funny scene they when they have a Michael Caine off and they, and they both discuss what era they're doing. It turns out it's sort of like everyone's, there is got, different, everyone's got a different cane. Because now they? he's a lot more sort of older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he used to be right up here. <laughs> yeah. he's so, he speaks so slowly now. Have you seen that, yes. that bit in The Dark Knight when he starts talking about tangerines and stuff? It takes him 10 minutes to <laughs> say one He's still working. You've got to own it to him. I think he's 85 or something. He is, he's still he? going. 85? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. I think he is 85, yeah. Born in 33, in, I think he was. Does he live in the Epsom area? Am I correct in thinking that? Yeah, it's very nice there. <laughs> I do like Epsom. It's very handy for the shops. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. I've got a nice little table, a little wood. T- yeah, thanks, Mike. Cheers, mate. Yeah. No, so let me tell you about it. It's got very small. Yeah, okay, Mike. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, lots of things. Oh, yeah, I've done things. Yeah. Lots of things over the years, you know. And but so we'll talk Edinburgh shortly. Um, what else? I was want to say actually, I've got a funny story about this week. What have you been up to this week? Let's really get around. Got a funny story, guys. <laughs> Everyone's strapping for this week's funny story of the week. Just what have you been up to? House hunting, mate. House hunting. Julian's house. Julian's currently uh, in a. Newly sort of uh, broken relationship. He's currently sort of found himself. Oh, we in can a, talk about things like a, that on a single yeah, room. Man. Are you, mate? Yeah. So you're looking for a place, kind of thing. Yeah. Have you got you, a room? <laughs> We've brought well, you here to see if you're. Looking I want to live room. on Stella Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Well, Mrs. Huggett, you can move in with Mrs. Huggett. What? An, oh, what a character. But um, no, I mean, yeah, good, good, yeah, good luck with that. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good luck, mate. Pain, pain. You know, our great. <laughs> yes, yes, but don't forget our greatest teacher. You're not going to learn anything. I don't want to learn any more, though. Oh, I understand what you mean, and, I, and you're sick of people saying that. Yeah, but. You only learn through pain. Pain is the touchstone of, of growth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although, although I did read in a very interesting pain hurts. Um, article yeah, about... We don't like it either, do we, Jim? Um, <laughs> modern parenting, about how modern parents try and shield their kids too much from pain. 
so that when people yes. reach adulthood, actually now when they're sort of young adults, they're not good at dealing with any stress yeah, because they've almost right. been too shepherded. Lucky my parents didn't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. I'm hey, lucky my parents didn't hey. <laughs> so But I so think hardy. you make a good point. I do think you make a good point. I have five uh, children, so uh, I've got five to worry about. Yeah. Uh, Are you quite a helicopter parent? Well, I am actually because they're not all in the same place. <laughs> no, but How many yeah. sets? Two and two. Right, okay, there's a boy and a girl and a boy and a girl and now a little girl. Uh, who's you know like eleven months old? Wow, yeah. she's beautiful. Um, yeah, so but I worry about them, and you're absolutely right. But they've got to make their own mistakes yes. and all that stuff. That's what and, um, I read. Yeah, but it's a good point. It's a good point you make. We shield them a bit too much, don't we? From- I think so. I went to weirdly a friend of a friend yesterday was having a sort of. They said we've got like a street party, and I, I was like a street party in London. It's not the fifties. And, and they said trestle table, well, sir. They, well, they said swing bunting, by. sir. Bunting, is it, sir? <laughs> you're, you're describing what was there. I, I genuinely was so cynical, and I went. And it was three roads, all like sort of going that that, that in one direction, not like, not, not parallel. Wow. Everyone's door was open. Everyone had little stalls selling cakes. Kids were just every like people were coming out Seven and their kids stabbings. were. Well, yeah. yeah, it was twelve fatalities. It was nineteen arrests. This was lovely. Three moped acid attacks. Oh come on! No, that sounded lovely. It wasn't. And then you know he what? Starts talking about stabbing. You're very, you're very much getting on board with the dynamic we've got. The Dynamic so is, I, won't invite I try and say something relatively nice oh, and serious, and then and I burgle a house. <laughs> Maybe that's why it works, gentlemen. But there you are. But this is it. This hey. is what genuinely I was looking at it, and I was looking at all the ki- the kids were just nowhere to be seen. They were off running around little alleys, and it, I was like, this is a very old school yes, type of yes. community. Which here. area was that? In Cricklewood, then? right? Yeah. Which I mean, Cricklewood is up the road from here, and I've always seen it as I'm not going to Cricklewood. It seems a, a bit <laughs> rough, but not yeah. rough. Not because I mean, Halston's quite notoriously it's lively, rough. It's lively, isn't it? But Cricklewood just seems like a bit of a nowhere sort of it's a strange no man's area, land. isn't it? It is. It is of this whole sort of yeah, wheels and cricket. It's a weird sort of. But London's so vast, isn't it? Oh, and no. These enclaves. I do. I've, I love it actually. You know, I think it's great. There's so many, isn't it? It's just vast. Yeah. City. What's lovely actually about here and Cricklewood? I didn't realise Cricklewood was another one. They were where they used to house all the train workers. Of course, so there's loads of very... little cottages of. There's there's ones around the corner here called well, railway well, cottages. It's very sort of railway centric here yes. isn't it in a way you feel it you sense it um yeah i like that and also on the canal as well to birmingham it's, it's, of a, course. it's a nice little sort of i like this area it's quite a hub um, of movement we love london don't we it's a fascinating place what part are you from i'm not oh, i'm an essex boy originally okay. but my family are all from london because they moved out and did what everybody my dad was from bow and you, know, you would never have known it you pretended he wasn't but he was <laughs> uh, my mum's from south london and all them and so you know i've always had a connection with london but they moved out to Essex, as a lot of people did. Yeah, and then I moved back in, and then I moved back in. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that's what happens. You know, that's interesting. A lot of I've got a funny accent, you know. So yeah, Essex, like you know, what I mean, it's like awful, awful, <laughs> flat. I can hear it when I talk. You know, <laughs> is that what you? It's became? not Cockney. You know, Cockney's great. I love that's why you it, made though. a career of changing it. Yeah, so, exactly. For, for there's there's a lot in that. Yeah, and that's absolutely right. I think. Because um, your accent, I don't think you've got the most South East London accent. Where, where are you Nab, from, Jim? Uh, Greenwich, South Yeah, East. well, there you go. That's that's proper pudding. I'll try and cle- <laughs> clean it up a bit. Yeah, I think I've I've because I'm South West London too in Broadway. But I, people often don't, don't realise I'm from London. They think I'm just from the South East. I've got like a sort of what do you call it, Thames? Well, okay, that's very interesting, interesting isn't River, it, chat, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> there is a London accent, not a Cockney accent. Yeah. Talking about London, I think Ken Livingston was a good example yes. of that kind of you thing. You couldn't uh, pick you know. what part. No, but Cockney is obviously very particular, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite, you know, it's an interesting um, thing going on there, I think. But now it's changing as well. Estuary English is about, it spreads it. right out. Estuary. Right out now. Even up in Colchester and that, they'd be talking yeah, with yeah, a sort yeah, of yeah. Londonish now it's spread its you know isn't it tentacles yeah know? yeah why did a gig in Chelmsford on Saturday oh, everyone well, there yeah, just sounds Essex they oh, just mate. sound proper yeah yeah I know there is a lot of <laughs> just that. noises a lot <laughs> yeah yeah there, that's, the, that's the general somebody yes, shouted that at me genuinely I, I, I took my bike and I rode from Chelmsford station to this festival and I was like I was riding past four blokes and I went in my head I went I bet one of them just shout something right what uh, I drove road past and one of them just went oh, yeah, no, <laughs> no words just, no just no, it was no yeah yeah it wasn't even threatening it was just like he just made a noise he couldn't not just make vowels. a noise <laughs> no constant no, no, it's just vowels all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yes. I was going to say one quick story before we actually get into it properly. Did you watch the Women's World Cup final? A little. I yeah. heard I was listening to it. Though. Oh, right. Uh, my friend Garrett, uh, who's from Ireland, um, very good old-fashioned Irish sort of, loves a drink, loves, loves a story, loves a sort of, um, you know, a bit of mischief. He messaged me because it was his girlfriend's birthday and they'd gone to Marseille for her birthday and they were trying to get tickets for the final and they couldn't it was sold out and uh and they were in a fan zone and uh he saw this competition going on there was a big screen where you could run up and take like a penalty kicking the ball against a soft screen oh, and yeah. it would measure the distance that ball would have traveled had it been in real life and he saw and it said the winner of this competition furthest kick wins two tickets to the world cup final so he was watching for a bit and he was drinking cider and he just saw that everyone entering was either very small or very young. Children, most of them were like 10, 12-year-olds. <laughs> and he just watched for a bit and he decided, I'm having a go on that. You know what I mean? A drunken, a drunken Irishman. He went up and he said he absolutely toe-punted it. It, it like flew. And he said he went it like 20 metres ahead of the next person in the thing. And he said there was loads of kids just crying. The kids who like oh, thought they man, might have a chance. It's not a good look, is it's it? It's not really? a good look, but no, he's. I mean, yeah. this is. So the, he's got them tickets, mate. Well, this is it. He, he messaged me saying what had just happened. He goes, "Mate, I'm top of the leaderboard." And then um, I didn't hear from him. He <laughs> a said, selfie with loads of the other competitors. <laughs> he said, "I've got to wait a day um, before uh, knowing." And then he next photo I got was the next day of him in the stadium. Oh, how wonderful he got there! <laughs> it's a lovely thing he won it, but it's also kind of horrible that he did take that's, it away. From that's him. horrible, man. It's been great anyway watching it's, it's been good you know the response has been amazing hasn't it? i think they've been fantastic and the england were, were, were wonderful they were absolutely wonderful because obviously yeah. obviously you're a football fan you're i am i am i love watching women's football. my daughter plays so i like watching her play and she's actually like 10 but it's just great i love watching women's football I think yeah i think it's, and it's also that a lot of the, the there's a lot of obviously old school sort of classic criticism rubbish whatever oh, but what well, people yeah, don't realize is it's actually a very new thing to get any money into it if you watch, actually, if you watch men's football twenty years ago, it wasn't as good as it is now, isn't it? I think no, you're no, watching women's develop. football just coming into yeah. its own now, and becoming a good thing with money behind it. It's yes. going to keep getting better and it, better. Well, the girls will be playing grassroots and all that exactly. stuff uh, more and more. It's and, quality. Um, it's, it's a good thing, isn't it? 
Uh, I think it's great. Um, so let's do, yes. let's chat about your Edinburgh show. Oh, Because you yes. haven't done Edinburgh since 2010. That's right. You almost do it as, um, as irregularly as Julian <laughs> D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cut every nine years. I know, it's a funny one, isn't it? No, what, I, In the past, have you done it, how many times have you done it in total? I've done it a lot of times, you know, looking back, because I've had to sort of trawl my memory, you know, I've been doing a bit of PR and stuff, and uh, yeah, it turns out I have done it a lot, quite a few times in various guises, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And the first time I went there was in 83. Um, uh, have you ever done it as yourself or has it always uh, been character no I, I've done it um, no no this was, the first time I did it was just as a, a terrible production um, of Tartuffe Ooh. it was called Rock Tartuffe uh, and that's all you need to know <laughs> in the hole in the ground which was appropriately named venue at the time uh, but no mainly I've gone out there as impressionist and done it And yeah. uh, uh, but no I've not done it as um, I'm doing it as a character this time um, but there is a couple of impressions that come in which is I don't know, but they do. Um, but but yeah, it's good. I'm 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 excited about it because um, it's just something I wanted wanted to do. Yeah, you know, and I, I have this character, you know. What's the character called? He's a character. It's called a lacquer daddy. It's such a great name as well. I just love the name, the word a lacquer daddy, and it can mean a lot of things. Yeah, but that's his surname, as it were. Um, but it was a, it was actually a word in Kerouac. It's actually from On the Road. There's oh. a there's a word in there. He actually goes a lacquer daddy, and that's it. and I thought oh. What a great word that is. is so, it, did he, did Kerouac make that up? I think he probably did because I've looked, tried to look it up. There's a lack of day and oh, a lack of day and all that stuff. But he just says a lack of daddy. You know, on the road is stream of consciousness, isn't it? Yeah, a lot yeah, of it. Yeah. So it was just a word that was in there which appealed to me. And I do love that book very, very much. Um, is it anyway, you, have you nice read it to, recently? Or I have read it recently, but okay. I've read the original scroll, you see, recently. Uh, the original uh, scroll, not the proper scroll. Yeah. I don't mean the original, original <laughs> scroll. But I've read a version of the book where it's just as it was written yeah, without yeah, yeah. the changes of the names because it was homogenized. Have you ever read it? Jack no. on the road. Well, no, it's one of those books, isn't it? That uh, I've read it many times well, over I, I the was, years. My fear was always. Have you been, read it? I have read it, but I've not read it since I was probably about eighteen or nineteen. Right. Okay. And I, I it's a beautiful have, book. I put it in my category of things like uh, Catcher in the Rye and stuff. Oh, I, yeah. I'd sort of be a bit worried to go back and read now in case oh, I don't no. like it. No, you will. You'll okay. see it from a different. Oh, well, I, I don't know what you're saying. I'm saying, but for me, I see it with a different perspective as I'm older, and I just see the poetry in it. It's absolutely beautiful and very poignant, and sort of just wonderful. And a catcher in the rye. What a book that is! Yeah, That's yeah. just genius. Although I will it? say, what inspired me to read it is quite crap. In that, I watched the film uh, Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson when I was sixteen, <laughs> and I thought, well, it, does, it takes what it takes. I know, you know? it That's made all me right. read it, and then it I read really, it and loved isn't that funny? it. Yeah, well, because it's a bit of a shitty action film, and it just in that film uh, Mel Gibson plays a guy who's been sort of what's the word mind controlled by the government and he's obsessed with Catcher in the Rye everywhere every, every time he's in a bookshop he has to buy a copy Ooh, and I, it that just, sort of sounds like me and Kerouac right. <laughs> I've got several copies of On the Road you're actually you've I been actually you've have. been mind altered by the government isn't that but, funny but yeah, yeah. You, you've not read Catcher in the Rye uh, Catcher in the Rye no it's a simple book what's the last book you read Julian Dean the Bible <laughs> just oh, every day right. Bible's alright I've got every some good day. stories in there get your but, um, stuff. yeah Lacquer Daddy and it's about uh, Robert Lemon Lacquer Daddy that's his <laughs> name and I've got a wonderful costume so I'm happy about that that bit works I think the check suit I'm wearing have you, hat. is it off the but, shelf or have you had it made for the show oh I had it made but no it's off the shelf <laughs> it's a suit I never wore so oh that'd be that's Bob it's great he's a geezer like you know what I mean he's a, he's a proper 
for Geezer and um, and he's based on a lot of different people I've met I think and and it's me as well I suppose but a version but a very grotesque version but and he's an alcoholic and he's in denial but he's happy about it and uh, yeah there's a lot of you know he's drinking and all that stuff uh, but it's his adventures well adventures of his mind really yeah yeah uh, it's an odyssey uh, through his mental landscape yeah, I'd yeah, say yeah. and then uh, and that's kind of it really. Family entertainment, I call it. It's, uh, it's <laughs> Bring quite, the kids. Uh, no, it's right. It's very dark. I think it's very dark. You know, it's dark, but I think it's funny. And what time of day is it? Four uh, fifteen. It's on. Okay. Where is it on? At the dairy. I like this. The dairy room. Dairy room's lovely. Under, looked, underbelly. It's a great room. And that, that new sort of. It's not new, but that pasture they've created at where that is. I don't um, know it. It's really lovely. So, because I've been for so long, you see, oh, Carl. It's you, a, yeah, you wouldn't have been there when you were last there, the, the, the sort of pasture bit. No, it's underbelly. it's underbelly, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, great. It's a really nice there. room. Oh, gr- great. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't actually yeah. been in there yet or anything. So, And it's at 4.15 uh, from the 3rd to the 26th of August. Here's so a question about... Time. Because um, obviously you've got people sort of will know who you are. You'll have people who know you from your well, back catalogues coming to see it. Um, do you... Well, how have you worked up the show? Because when like we do shows, we just do a bunch of previews with notes. Yeah, are, are you working up like that, or are you treat yeah. it as like a as like a play you've written and day one you know, is going to no, be? No, that's very interesting. Honestly, man, I'm not quite sure what it is. It's not stand up. I yeah. don't do stand up really. Um, I leave that to other people, better qualified or whatever. I, and 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 it's 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 a piece I wrote. It actually came out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About three or four years ago, and I just. It just came. So it's, so it's newer it than most it. of uh, Julian's jobs. Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's brand new material. Uh, no, and, uh, and, uh, I do new stuff. And, uh, it's, um, what it is is a base of material I have, and it, and, it, and it's just got loads of stuff. And it just, came, like I say, it just came out, and, and I left it, and now I've decided to actually do it. Have you been previewing it? At all? Yes, I have. That's the next thing. I have yeah. done a couple. I'm doing a few more. I'm doing, um, I'm doing one at the chapel at King's Cross uh, on Saturday, and I'm, I'm doing one in Bracknell. If you're out there in Bracknell, come and see the it cha- on King's Friday Cross night. Chapel. I think I'm doing that on Saturday as well. Oh yes, I think so- I'm doing a preview of my show Saturday oh, there. It's, I think it's an all day thing, isn't it? They're doing previews for the day oh i didn't know that I think I'm, a few, I'm sort of nine till ten you see i think i might be on just before you oh well, that'll be great oh, lovely. It? well that will be nice yes yeah and, I, and i'm go- i've got way too much material but that's all right um, yeah it's a, quite a good problem to have isn't it i've got to cut a load because yeah. i could be on for an hour and a half but I, you're not you can't do that yeah so i've got that's sort of mean, you know yeah it is a better i kind of have trimmed it I, I i you know but I've, I've been you know anyway i i just i need to do i need to perform it you know yeah, you've got to you've yeah, got to do yeah, that yeah. haven't you you've it's a good, I had that with them um, because I'm I'm on like preview numbers eight of this new show, and I went from preview preview six was fifty five minutes on the nose, and there was a few bits definitely I don't think are going to make the cut, and I just need to put newer things in, and then I cut them and then went to do preview seven, and at the fifty five minute mark I was only about forty minutes through the show, so I, in in between two previews. It, increased by about 20 minutes isn't that funny it's difficult one so how do you know that's the problem i want someone to flash a light or something i don't know know. you know what i mean because i could go on and on basically because the nature of it is that i will improvise quite a lot as well but but i do have a base of material and that's the most important thing i have a base i've got to have that must have that and then i can go off but come back you know so it's kind of 
organic, to use that word again. And when you were at Edinburgh, do you see a lot of stuff? Because I go and see will, a lot of stuff. You, did, you didn't see much I last saw, year. <clears throat> I saw two shows. Yeah. Over a month. You don't, yeah, I don't blame you, because you don't want to see people who are good, do you? No. I, see, I, like I mean, I didn't see any good Oh, people. that's good. That's but, better than what I'm doing. No, but do you know what I think? I think the <laughs> trick is, as long as you're seeing good people that aren't doing something similar to what you're doing, I think you're that's right. the trick. I think it's all right. That's safe then. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's fun. It's a funny environment, isn't it? That's why I haven't done it for nine years. It's weird. You've got to gird yourself, haven't you, for it, really? Yeah. Haven't you? You have to be prepared. I mean, I think everyone copes the... with it differently. Yeah. Some people, I mean, I I'm, I think I'm in a very small group of people that love it. Like, I really love the atmosphere. I love seeing shows. I love doing my show. You know, I yeah. sort of, I, I, can, I can cope socially up there as well. I'm not somebody who goes out every night, goes wild. I did that when I was young. Oh, no, I've done that. I've done that as well, and that doesn't work. No, it makes you sadder every day. It's, oh, it's so yes, sad. yeah, absolutely. That's does. when it's a hard festival, when every day you wake oh, up and I you're think, rough. Absolutely. Yeah. So, focus, yeah, I think. Focus. So, well, it's, yeah, it is ultimately a work focus. month. For me, it? it is big time. Yeah. You know, I want to just get in the zone on it and give it my best shot and honour it to the best of my ability and that is all I can do yeah yeah I try not to worry about what people think which is a ridiculous thing to say because that's kind of it isn't it oh what are they going to think yeah but if you can avoid that it'd be all right. yeah do you you know what I'm talking about I totally but I think a lot of the time what comedians do wrongly is spend so much time worrying what like a critic will think yes. that they forget about the other and they 50 also people in the room. It. They and write it, it for the critic. Well, yeah, as well. well you should. Yeah, at every point when you're on stage, you should only be caring about what the, what, a what you're doing and b how the audience are yeah, enjoying it. You shouldn't care about the one person with a notebook in the corner who's obviously trying to enjoy it, but they're enjoying it on a different wavelength to yeah. everyone else. Because most audience members don't sit there and have to make notes after every laugh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they're not yeah, a normal yeah. audience member. Do so you read got... reviews up there? No. I don't, I don't read any. I haven't read a, a review of myself in years. Oh, that's really good, actually. Yeah. Don't, by the way. One word of advice. Avoid them at all costs, Carl. <laughs> no, but that is sensible, really, if you can do that, I think. <laughs> I didn't read any up there, man, at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you find that helped, actually? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, it must have done. Definitely. Yeah, seriously, Julian. You didn't get in it, no. Wow. I just yeah. swerved it, man. Yeah, yeah. man. It's the trick, honestly. Because it's subjective as well. So it subjective. Is. But you can buy into it and think, oh, it is rubbish. Yeah. yeah. But even the good ones, you can read somebody. I've, ah, I've read. They're just I, as. Yes. I once got. A, no, this isn't a, a bold, a, like a boast, but I once got a five star review. Yeah. In Edinburgh, that this was like five, six years ago when I sort of. That was the end of my. That's tether. when you were doing reviews up there. <laughs> that's when I was paying people to review me <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. Um, but I. That's when my mum was a reviewer. Do you remember that? Yeah. No. Um, I. Uh, uh, that was when I was still reading them. And actually, I read a five star review of myself that I found as like confusing as reading a bad review because. Everything they really liked about me was stuff that I didn't think I did. Do you know I mean, it was all like... It can throw I you think, off. Well, you make a good point. It's Kipling, isn't it, we're talking here? Triumph and disaster. You should right. treat them as the same mm. imposters. Wow. Yes. It's the f- famous Kipling on and, the wall. And he made the cakes it? as well, didn't he? <laughs> he certainly did. He'd done a nice Battenberg. He's done a... You know, Kipling's done it. a... Give it all that. He's done a bat- Battenberg on it. Of, I do love a bit of... profound like statements. Yeah, he, yeah, loves, yeah. he loves a bit of... He loves a Battenberg, he, Julie. He loves a bit of Battenberg. <laughs> See, what, he loves a light ale and all day. <laughs> Sorry, that's my character, by the way. I've yeah. gone into character. Yeah. Yeah. What he does, Bob is into literature, so it's quite good. I have the juxtaposition of this cockney geezer, but he's well read. Yeah, so yeah, I like yeah, that. yeah. I mean, it's very easy to go. And I like that. That, that, that. that interests me, being like that kind of thing. Well, I think know, it's so. also good. I do it sometimes, like drop, dropping a really... Like accurate reference oh, to no, something that they wouldn't the... think I knew. Because on stage, I'm just a bit. I play. I mess around like I'm an idiot, 
and then sometimes just drop a reference that you can tell they're thinking, how do you know that? Oh, no, I think that's good, no, Carl. I I do that, mate. You know, get your knowledge out and drop it in there. But also, you should always pretend to be stupider than the audience. That's a thing I've always sort of believed. It's like a clowning thing, isn't it? You're the idiot, I sent. But actually, the truth is you've actually had to have a level of intelligence to get it onto the stage. That's very interesting. That's my theory on it. No, it's very interesting. I mean, that's we could talk for hours about... I find that easy. No, listen, (laughs) right, listen. You lot, this isn't normal what we do, all right? No, it isn't. Don't even think it is for a minute. Of course it isn't. It's madness. Why do you need to go up and do that? I I mean, I'm good at it. It doesn't make sense to me still why we're doing it. It's nuts. Because most people would go, no way would I stand on stage. That's what most people say to me. My father included, God rest his son. You could never understand how I would do it. But there's a need. I don't know what it is. Love me. Love me. I have. It's nuts. I normally am totally fine with it. I sort of think, oh, it's nice being a stand-up. But then I have a five-minute bit just before going on stage <laughs> at about 95% of gigs you, where I genuinely coke. Well, you know, well I just suddenly go into this blind panic of like I've made a terrible mistake and the moment I walk on it's gone I don't think you're alone I wouldn't want, no, you're not I do that every spoke, gig yeah. no matter yeah. how big or small but for the eight hours before you know <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. gentlemen that's the other thing right that's the fear that fear that we experience is interesting yeah. as well. I like looking at that. What is that about? That fear? No, seriously, that terror. You just talked about it, is it there. I think like, it is oh a my sort god! Of, what have I we done? We go and do it. We just do it. Yeah. And sometimes that fear helps, though. It oh no, it's blanks. rocket fuel. It just it's rocket fuel. Yeah. It is rocket fuel. Or if it's too much, though, they'll smell. Can be overwhelming. They'll yeah. smell yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. As, as, as you have tr- to let go of it as you go on. That's yes. gone. I Which, like that. Yeah. I think that's lovely. I like that. Hit the ground running. Just let it go. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, and it should, but it shouldn't be like a decision. I think it should just disappear just when you get to the mic. It normally just goes. It's like Mike Mike Tyson used to be really scared before a fight, didn't he? He used to build them up like they're massive Look what it did for him. Exactly. Seriously, how good was he? But you need that fear. And when he got into the ring... That's why he used to forget to wear socks. (laughs) (laughs) So scared he couldn't remember them. But then when he gets he got in the ring, it was like, oh, it's just another guy. Like yeah. he build them up like there's some massive another monster. Another guy to beat the shit out. <laughs> so another guy I'm going to break his face. Thing, you know these old ancient sayings like knock them dead, yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah. Is that yeah. an ancient that one? Yeah. Them? I died up there. Yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. sort of language. It's interesting, isn't Where it? Where do they come from? Those phrases. Ancient are they, old are stuff. They like a couple of my gigs. Well, probably. That was early gigs I did. You'll know. If you want to see death, go see him. Um, Your agent came up with it. Anything for a gag. Anything for a laugh. I like that. See what I did there? It's cheap. Cheap. No, but I'm interested in all of that now, uh, nowadays, as I've got older, just the whole thing of it, what it is, you know. Yeah. you know, no, don't overanalyze it. It's, no, you know, and hopefully I'm, I'm I'm good at what I do. You know, and that's it, really. I not am, the best, not the worst. Because you know, I've always been into the psychology of yes, comedy. Yes. I mean, I'm into psychology in general, but I've always. I think it's interesting. Yeah. I just I'm just I'm finished reading a book about narcissism as a oh oh yeah narcissistic yeah, personality yeah. disorder, and I've always thought comedy would be something that would attract. That, that I would say most comedians would have had quite a level of narcissism yes. compared to normal people. Actually, yes. reading this book made me realise I don't think that's the case. I think actually it's only a small percentage of comics that really show traits for it. I actually think it's a different type of Narcissism is an interesting one, isn't it? Because narcissism is when you don't care what other people think, you just think you're good, right? And actually I think a lot of comics have the opposite, where they obsess about what other people think. So I think it's almost a lack of narcissism. Narcissism can have paranoia in it. Totally. A lot of paranoia. There's there's different uh, levels of it, yeah. Yeah, I'm no expert on it, um, but uh, obviously I am one, but... uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> Why did I say that? Um, me? Uh, yeah, moi. Yeah, it's all about me. It's all about me. Oh, God, it's exhausting. Um, yeah, but it is interesting, isn't it, the whole thing, why we do it, and tremendous amount of fear involved, isn't it? But it's a wonderful, you know, release as well, though, and, and, and yeah. it's just nuts, really. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah, nuts, yeah. the whole proposition, you know, standing up in front of a lot of people. You're there, and they're there, and then you, yeah. But, um, you know. Yeah. I think how do because I I was thinking I was chatting to another comic the other day about how you feel when you come off stage like some comics Ooh. are so wired yeah. that they then that's what causes a lot of people to have to go out and drink or do whatever whereas some comics like they'll come home from a gig and sit up watching Netflix for three hours I find it hard to well yeah I find it hard to shut off because I'm the sleep. opposite I, for some yeah. reason I get plus really, I drink coffee too. before I go uh, on see I get really tired when yeah. I come off stage and that don't help the angst either no, at all exactly. <laughs> no. Necking an espresso. I understand that. There's a release. There's a release that happens, isn't there? We're addicted to that. I'm pretty sure, aren't we? Yeah. I there think is a release so. of yeah. some some you know natural drugs that are in us. You know. Yeah. Uh, adrenaline. For but one that's thing. but that's yeah. the thing. Whereas a lot of people still seem to have the residual thing. I think I'm. I, I've got this weird thing. After I come off stage, I could almost go straight to bed. I feel like I've used it up. I've just gone. Well, I'll that's quite and, good. Yeah, I get tired before I get a bit yawny. That, that's and that. an adrenaline. Oh, God, but that, yeah. And the audience is Durham. Oh, dear. Like I say, he's here all week. <laughs> Try the veal. Yes. <laughs> Tip the waitress. <laughs> but I, do, I get a bit yawny. And I think so it's do I. I think it's taking air on, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, getting a bit of oxygen. Oh, why do we? <laughs> but do afterwards, it? I do feel wired, and uh, yeah, I have to, yeah, just watch. Yeah, mine is yeah, very much. I, I know when I say that, I could just go straight to bed. It's very much gig dependent. If I have an absolute shocker, I'm not going straight to bed. Oh, that's when no. it. That's if when you you're have just a shocker, then, then, on then it. the committee are in session. Oh, oh, I just want to get out of the building as quickly oh, as possible. Oh man, that one. I had a know, bad one in Edinburgh. Chase after the audience. Chase after them for selfies. But I um I had a, such a bad one in Edinburgh once. It wasn't my show. It was a like a compilation thing. The Jack, yeah. Jekyll and Hyde at like one p.m. That I couldn't even go out the front door. I climbed out the back. Yeah. And me and another act <laughs> jumped over gardens to get oh. away. We just didn't want to go back through the audience. I love it. I love it. I can relate oh. to it. It makes you feel totally. sick. Like it? Garden feel sick hopping. All they, what were All they, they washing on me? lines? And that was funny. Oh no, it's a real risk, isn't it? At times, it really is. Charlie Baker, comedian, told me the other day that he had a gig at Christmas time last year started going so bad he said something horrendous to a group of guys who were being really rude and they all just stood up and started throwing forks at him from the, oh, from the tables you've and lost he, it then yeah, yeah, that's when you know it's hard to get them back it's very hard to come back from that oh forks on the, yeah but, you know, <laughs> spoons hard. is fine. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a limit. That's one one below knives, isn't it? Let's do. Let's oh. quickly answer some audience questions before. Oh, um, right. Let's see what somebody says. Matty Richardson says, uh, is, and see, these are sometimes are uh, actually directly for the guests. Sometimes they're general life questions well, or advice. Be offended, you know. What's the most amazing place you've ever been to and why? It sounds like a blind date question, that one, but I quite like it. What's your, I've been to Jamaica and I still think that's the best place. I've never been, mate. It looks nice, though. What about you? The most amazing place. You, Jamaica, the most amazing place I've ever yeah. been to. Oh, my, it's such a difficult one to answer, isn't it? He Are you a traveller, though? You, Are you somebody who likes to I'm go far afield? I don't go anywhere. I don't know. <laughs> I went to uh, my front room, day, mate. I went down my broccoli, sofa, uh, broccoli. On the road. I've been down here. Broccoli's no, meant broccoli's to be lovely now. Lovely. It's all God's right. country. It's Absolutely right. beautiful down there. No, no. 
Um, West of Ireland, I think, you know. What part? Uh, what part? Connemara, you know. I oh, find it's beautiful. A, a very well-kept secret. Or is it, actually, now? But everyone goes to Kerry, don't they, and yeah. all that. But I do like it over there. Have you ever and, uh, driven the wild Atlantic way in Connemara? It's a, no, is that up near Clifton and beyond it's, it's Clifton? Sort of, it's basically and, uh, the Because obviously you're from there, aren't well, you? My family are, yeah, yeah. But there's a main, there's sort of a road. We're from that, where? My fa- well, my mum's side is from Roscommon. Dad's side is from oh. Clare. So that's why I know oh, sort of West. Connemara. Oh, I love it. It's I love beautiful. It. I, yeah, 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 it is. So you're saying it goes around... Uh, sort of yeah, the Cliffs of Moor and all that around oh, that way. Of, Cliffs of Moor, that's in Clare, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's a stunning I think place. It's the mo- that's one of the most... Um, amazing well like, that is okay places. that is that is beautiful yeah it's like 700 foot cliffs down to the atlantic and they look the... like a painting when you stand looking at them have you ever you've never been to claire Lester is Island? like the moon there's yes. landscaping claire which is. is like the moon absolutely it's bizarre the burren there's a yeah. place called the burren i did drove uh, through it and it's yeah it's like the moon it's proper just rocky arid island is a west coast of ireland i think probably that um, yeah. yeah, or That's the desert. Yeah, <laughs> no, seriously, I love the desert. Really? Yeah, I do. Go on. <laughs> Next quizzy. It's actually true. Did Let's you pick Giants? What was yours? I was in Hebden Bridge the other day. It was nice. Ah, the best place in the world. A, yeah, ever. Oh, it's, it's a not, lovely it's place. Nice up there. No, 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 yeah, Hebden it's nice. Bridge. Also, I believe the lesbian <laughs> lesbian capital of the UK. That's why I like it. Is that right? I've heard what Hebden Bridge. Yeah, something. I heard it was the gay capital. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, maybe I've just narrowed it down too much. Um, right. it is oh, this nice. is interesting because somebody called Chris Kimber uh, has asked, do you believe there are top-level comics that have had writers from day one and have essentially paid their way to the top? I think Chris might have had some conspiracy theories. Uh, I don't think that is correct. Even not, the, not from day one. No, hey, even the, even the biggest I've, I've arena written, comedians. I've written for a few, yeah. Yeah, but, but that's when they get to that yeah, level yeah, and they yeah. need a turnover. And they can afford me. I don't know any new comedians who have writers. Nah. It's normally something that it becomes Look, a... The old days, yes. Really? Oh, the old days. No, no, I'm talking about before the circuit. Oh, oh right. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think yeah, the yeah. old days you'd have joke writers. Joke writers. They used to yeah. share jokes, jokes and stuff as well, they, didn't they? That's right, they did. But yeah, it wouldn't be my bag, really. I wouldn't did want you to go on, really. Did you ever do any stand-up? Well, not really. I mean, I, I was an impressionist, so that I mean that was standard. But I stood did you do up it in and clubs? did them. Yeah, I did oh, the circuit. Did the oh, I did it. Right. Oh God, yeah, I did the circuit. Thank God I did because I mean it got launched me into <laughs> what I wanted to do. I wanted to be an actor and all that stuff. I went to drama school, but nothing happened after I left. So I thought, right, I'll do my own act. So I went on the circuit, and it was really easy in those days. You just ring up and get a tryout. It was very yeah. easy. Next on the Saturday, you could just go down or whatever. So it worked out really well. So I did the circuit, you know, in the mid eighties. And uh, yeah, and it worked really well. So, but um, it was sort of stand up, but I was doing like a set of impressions, but not really what you would call stand up. And yeah, even what yeah, I'm doing yeah. now is not stand up comedy, it's more no. of a theatrical. But there was a lot of way. people like that yeah. Rowan Atkinson and Paul Merton. All yeah, those I don't people. do jokes, I'm not doing any jokes, right? It's just, you know, I suppose, some, yeah, not I really, I don't. It's just, yeah. I just talk. Coog, Steve Coogan, he would have been, he'd somebody would do little characters, wouldn't he? Yeah, well, like this is what this is, I suppose. And uh, and I always wanted to just do the character thing. And I owed it to myself, really. Not that there's anything wrong in impressions, because I can do them really well, and that's great. And they've served me well. Yeah, I'm not knocking it. But um, I wanted to do something, even though a couple do go in. <laughs> but, you know, they're kind of, you won't see Mick Jagger or Michael Caine or anything no, like no. that in this. Did you anyway. see um, the video of Mick Jagger? preparing for the new tour he put a video online of him doing oh wonderful like dance practice on his own in a dance oh, studio wonderful. Oh, he's 72 that, yeah. years old oh how's he look 
amazing. Yeah. Like, he's literally dancing on his own, and it's like, like he doesn't care. Uh, he's phenomenal. No, oh. he is, really. You've got to hand it to him. And both, well, Keith as well. All, well, all of them, but they are, yeah. they're still going. And, it's uh, incredible. Although, apparently, there's a documentary going on Netflix soon about the Brian Jones. Is there? Um, the I'll death be, of Brian Jones. I'll be very interested in that. And I'm it's fascinated a, it's by the history. Of, of, yeah, and it, it goes through all the... Sort of I was talking about that, loose day. ends that they reckon of are about his death and whether or not it was a him just drowning in a swimming pool. It's going to be fascinating yeah, to watch. That whole period is is fascinating, isn't it? That era. Yeah. But, but anyway, Mick can still do it. No, it's all right, isn't it? It's all right to to still be up there if you can. Oh, it's amazing! It's fucking incredible, isn't it? <laughs> it's fucking incredible. Is, I'm going to cry. It's is amazing. I. Mix, you know, he's still up there, you know, shaking his little ass about, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's Keith, you know, love Keith, you know, he's Middle Atlantic. He's you know, so yeah. cool, isn't he? Oh, he's the archetypal rock and roll. Yeah. And that's what Murdoch's like, you see in the Grillers. I just nicked Keith, it was just, oh, did you? yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a template, isn't it, really? Yeah. Right, what we got? What we got? Let's what we do, got? Um, oh, let's have this. What? That's, that's a lot of weird, what's your favourite? Here's an interesting one. Matt Barry says, do you find it awkward meeting fans after gigs or out and about? Um, have there ever been any disasters? Because I've actually got a very new, awkward fan sort of our post-gig story that happened last week. You might as well. Tell us. No, basically what happened was, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't as bad as I've probably suggested. I was doing gigs in Ireland last week. And um, after the gig in Dublin, I did three nights in Dublin. One of the shows, uh, a friend of mine was in town. And I said to him, just come and meet me. He'd seen, he'd come to the show the night before. So that second night he wasn't coming, but he was, he messaged me saying he was out for a drink. I said, well, come and meet me at the show and then we'll just go for a beer afterwards. And he came to meet me. As I came off stage, I was on last, um, a young guy who was really nice came up to us and it was fine. Like, he was great. You know, he was a nice guy and he was like, he really liked what I did. I introduced him to my friend Luke and we ended, he, he went and bought us a drink and it was all nice. And then sort of, it became apparent, like, after about 50 minutes, he was just with us now. Do you know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, He's actually asleep in the other room. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. but do you know what I mean? I, I thought he'd left his group to come and say hello. And then 50 oh, minutes later, no. there was no group. Oh, no. I was he, like, we've now attached. got a friend. He was and, attached. And then, then his uncle came back. And basically, his uncle had been outside having a cigarette. He was, it was them two at the gig. So now we've got them two. And they were nice guys carried on drinking for a bit and then basically me and Luke wanted to have a catch up so we decided to pull the old guys got to go to bed so we're we going to shoot off and walk back towards where we're staying and we said our goodbyes all nice we left them me and Luke went into a pub near where I was staying and I jokingly said it'd be awkward if they walked in <laughs> oh, wouldn't no. it <laughs> and then um, on my life 10 minutes oh, later mate. we're sitting there having a pint of Guinness watching oh, a guy mate. play a lovely song in the corner and in comes uh, Jamie his name was and his uncle oh no man. and basically we were just we didn't we weren't trying to ditch him we just wanted to chat that's we, totally fair enough yeah it though, is it? but the awkwardness was them to knocking really on a window and us like turning that. around <laughs> and then they came in and joined us and we but we pulled the old knocking old guys the yeah, they your attention yeah they knocked and we turned you're kidding I mean, were you sitting down by the window we were sitting by a window yeah we were sitting by a window like that so you had the knock yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Take a hint, and then mate. they came in, and we both were like, "Oh, we just we were walking back to where we were staying." We got a second oh, no, wind. Back to the nightcap. Yeah, we said nightcap. And then you had to justify your. I love it. And then they joined us. 
they joined us and got us drinks and I just turned to Luke and I oh, said look no. mate we can't pull that again so let's just let's just see what they're saying we end up drinking with them for a bit and um, quite quickly like they went from being totally <laughs> nice normal guys which they are oh, oh, but became on. quite um, I don't know I, I don't know what they, they were really overwhelming cons- conspiracy theory <laughs> type mad you know, started talking to us about the Rothschilds running all the banks. And me and Luke were just like, we're just having a drink in Dublin, mate. I don't really want to talk yeah, about global yeah. conspiracies. <laughs> and it just got quite full on. And we ended up lasting about, I reckon we lasted about an hour and a half with them. And it got, and they had an argument in front of us. And they had a big thing. It was Look, clearly some okay, awkwardness. I, I think that's a good story. And it just that's got to the... a good yeah. story. Quite a fresh one as well. <laughs> yeah, brand new. That's very fresh. That's, and that's a rare it? occasion. That's not... I've not... Because I've not really... I mean, recent times, I don't really go out after a gig. I'll do a gig and I'll go home. But that was one. Because I was in Dublin. I thought I'll have a few Guinnesses. Isn't it funny, that phenomenon, the reaction of people, you know, to something... If you'd been on stage or... It's just another, it's another odd area, isn't it? Is, it is, isn't it? Uh, it's just a weird one. Because they feel... Yeah. I get it. They've watched you and they want to come and chat. But I do think often yeah. people feel like they've got this weird sort of... They, they know you more than they do, well, That is it, because we've been standing up there. And it's quite yeah. intimate, I suppose, it is very in intimate. a way. And yet we want to shut off and go... Oh. It's, 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 again, it's a strange one, isn't it? And got You've got to handle it, though, haven't you? As a single man, you're now floating around the back like a... <laughs> <laughs> Taking it away. Like a shark. <laughs> like, a ba- like a basking shark. <laughs> like, you know, I can see him, can't you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we, um, have you heard, uh, is this a phrase? Me and the comedian Marcus Birdman always refer to it as this. I don't know if this is an old phrase that we've adopted. When comedians do a gig and then stand near the door to sort of... Oh, it's everyone. creepy But as me fuck, and Marcus right? always called it vicarin. So like at the end of a sermon, yeah, yeah, when a yeah. vicar meets everyone on the way out. Oh, that's beautiful. That's so true. But I didn't yeah. know if that was an old phrase that we've No, I've not on. heard of it. Okay. But that's what it is, isn't it? Get your, mate, get your dog collar on. <laughs> no, that's funny. Start handing oh. out some wine. Oh, it's a What's funny... fizzing in the wine? <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah, this is, yeah, it's a weird one. No, I won't just... be doing any of that. That's just no. creepy, man. Thank you for coming. But do you ever get... You what's your... Do you ever get any sort of over <laughs> overzealous fans? <laughs> I have had over the years, you know, odd people. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um... Just trying to, and I'm I'm a bit of a people pleaser as well. You'll yeah. be surprised to hear. <laughs> so I've ended up with like you was talking about the people latching on, you mm. know, and spend uh, seven days with them. Uh, well, you, well, yes, I spent three years with somebody. Else. No, I didn't. I Four didn't. kids later. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get off now anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. But it's a weird one, isn't it? It's another weird phenomenon, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind. I it. don't mind talking to most people. Are nice, aren't they? They are. Most yeah, people that, are, actually. I don't drink And I think either. that's very, very true, what you just said, because yeah, yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah. Most. There are some but comics then... who take it too far. Like I know some comics who every gig they're out with the crowd. Partying. Tom Stage. <laughs> top off on stage. Tom Stage, Can- I Canadian. I haven't. Brilliant I've been out of the loop, mate, you see. all his, uh, Tom yeah. is an outstanding comedian. Yeah. He's really charming and charismatic. But he loves a sort of, like, you Party. know. Party. He, he loves it. Oh, very... So he does the extracurriculars. But not just, he chats to everyone in the world. I've seen him, I've seen him shout to a gig and have two people in tow and it will be like the cleaner from the hotel that he's just chatting to that day and he's like oh, I'll get you tickets <laughs> to the show probably like, caught him wanking <laughs> or something <laughs> this is a payoff don't tell anyone I see what happens here with it, and then yes. you see Julian he'll just come in there just, re- just a reality just think about wanking 
<laughs> just an anecdote from my life. Oh dear. Um, yes. So yeah, it's not normal. What else you got? Uh, what else go, on, go, got? go on, go on, um, This is a funny reference. Alex Kendall, uh, when he heard you were coming on, Alex. Has, so, said he suggests he suspects you're somebody who doesn't pay for anything by swiping your debit card. I think he's saying oh. you're a bit of an old school guy. Oh, Would you be somebody who uses contactless? You were oh, I know how to do all that contactless <laughs> and all that. I can do that, but he's actually right in a way. I'm not big on the old, t- but you know the basics. But I don't go for all the you know whatever swipes. Oh, actually, no. Well, I do, I do, but um, I find it baffling. I do find the modern world quite baffling. Um, yeah, swiping's yeah. quite old now, anyway. Not swiping. Swipe, I mean, no, I mean no. contactless. Oh like. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no, I do a lot of that, Alex. Do a lot of that, mate. Ah, you know, um, Alex wants to borrow some money. Yeah, well, I ain't got any. <laughs> Does Alex work I'm got any money. Yeah. What money? Is it true, though? I heard some horror stories about how if you've got them contactless cards, people can come up and sort of, with a, a reader, and steal it off your... I don't see why they can not. Lean against well, yeah, I you. don't see why not either. It does seem a little... 30 quid a time. But surely, to, buy, to get one of them readers, <laughs> it's got to be linked to a bank account to get the money. So yeah, surely yeah, they yeah. could just trace right, it. Come might come be a on, Swiss maybe. account. The modern world, lads, I mean... I, mean, I, I think I've just invented a new business <laughs> idea. <laughs> Get on Dragon's Den, mate. <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 God, that... Oh, don't just, even start me. Yeah. No, what, yeah. um, right, so no. what was that? Um, David Stepney says, quick question for you guys. Are there any comedians you're a huge fan of, alive or dead, that you've never had the opportunity to meet? Julian? Richard Pryor. Richard Eddie Pryor. Murphy. Eddie Murphy, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's loads. Norm Macdonald. Norm, I'd say Norm. Have you ever seen Norm Macdonald? Canadian oh, comedian. He's so funny. Um, no, I haven't. He's somebody Stuart. I'd like to meet. I think he'd be very you, interesting. Tell you who I think is wonderful, Stuart Lee. Oh, he's great. And do you know yeah. Stuart? I, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. do know Stuart. I, I was talking to him the other day, and I hadn't spoken to him for years. But I'm a massive fan of. I love his approach. Yeah. I just think it's beautiful, and his stuff is just. It's. A, he's I got, don't watch lots of comedy. No, I've seen watch this stuff, and I think he's wonderful. He's yeah. got. Um, he did. I saw, it went round online. Somebody had snipped it out of the new show, and it went viral. Like it was just such a funny joke in Stuart Lee's voice. No, anyone else does oh, it, no, it would be no, dreadful. No, I know, it's his delivery though, But he had that it? thing about um, Bre- 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 oh, Bre- Brexit oh, Bre- voters. Oh, Bre- the, the one where he oh, says... Uh, I've seen have that you bit. seen it? I've seen that no. bit. Is that the bit where he's on stage with all the book with his Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And he says, you know, funny. I'm not saying that everyone who no. voted um, <laughs> Brexit is a, is a racist. And he just goes into this really long description of how obviously you can't generalise. He goes, it wasn't just racist if I voted for Brexit. Cunts did too. <laughs> and he just hits that word out of nowhere. And it, I know. It's, that's exactly um, what he's amazing at is that sort his of. timing is pregnant well, to, pauses. To, and yeah, and also just yes. the, the, the <coughs> guts yes. the guts to drag out a two, three minute routine with a genuine poignant point and then undercut it with a, just a horrendous Well, he does. He says word. stuff, doesn't he? He says things. I mean, it's good. You know. He's great. He's and brilliant. He's, he's one of the best. But right. anyway, go. Well, one of the best ever Edinburgh shows I saw was him when he did 90s Comedian. I was really new to comedy and I went and watched it. It was like one of the best so crafted was, hours I've ever seen. Yeah, that was yeah. the Braveheart bit, was it? That was, or maybe it wasn't 90s Comedian. It was the one where it was about the, it was horrendous to say the phrase, the gaping anus of Christ. Did you ever oh, see that? Anyway, no. it's a great show. Sounds Fine, fun. Well, Let's quickly yeah. rattle through some, <laughs> okay. some more of these. Did he just say that? <laughs> he didn't. No, I, no, I think he said that, yeah. <laughs> I you know, that classic punchline. Um, <laughs> you oh, know the old gay oh, bit. Christ bit. bit. <laughs> Everyone knows that bit, mate. Everyone did their version of it. Um, <laughs> what was what's that? Anyway, we've got a backdrop of it. Yeah. Um, 
tune in Facebook Live. I did, Caitlin Donnelly, who's not related to me, I believe, and probably far back was, but um, thoughts on wearing uh, shoes. Far of, back in the 80s. <laughs> when my dad was <laughs> slinging it around the north. Um, what uh, are your thoughts on wearing shoes without socks? I think this might be a summer reference. I find it uncomfortable, so I don't do it. I wear a small sock. I bang, I bang a flip-flop on it now and then. I love a flip oh, no. Just one. Around the house. Just a flip. Oh, it's all right. I think it's all right to do. Yeah, if you want to do it, it's all right. It's all about yeah. personal freedom. It's about personal freedom, Carl. <laughs> for the person, right? Um, yeah. Right, let's do this one. Um, what was your best and worst party, Frank James? <laughs> have you got mem- I've I used to have a routine about the worst party I've ever been to, but best party. What's the best party you've ever I don't been know, to? The best is hard. I was talking. I was talking when I was in Ireland last week. I was in when Galway. When you're a party animal. Oh, Galway's I mean, wonderful. Isn't Galway's it? one of my favourite parts. Yeah. I once went to an amazing party there, and it was so. It was one of them things where you know when like sort of everything falls into place. Like you, but and this is rare as a comedian where you feel cool. I think comedians actually. It's not that cool, is it? We're just a bit nerdy. We go around doing our jokes, and actually, I don't think it's as cool as people suspect. But um, I was when I do it, it is thanks. I was in Galway doing a gig. <laughs> Galliath. <laughs> um, and I, there, was an art, there was a big party. It was the end of a festival. And, uh, and all the comedians and that were there. And it was up in the suite of a very swanky hotel. So it was a proper, like, it felt like a sort of cool A-list party. And I went out for a cigarette. I was smoking at the time. This was years ago. And I'm, I got chatting to a group of ladies. And um, and basically, with very quickly, they all dispersed. And there was just one of them left. And me and her were just chatting. And uh, and basically, she said, oh, what are you doing now? And I was like, well, I'm just, just having a few drinks upstairs at a little party. And she went, oh, can I come? And I was like, yeah, of course you can. And it's the way I said it. I think she thought it was going to be like a little, in the bar, there'll be like eight people. And I brought her up and we just opened the doors and it was like music pumping. There was people just like, Oof. <laughs> and it was the only time ever that I felt like this was, that was yeah, cool, innit? I really, I really undersold it and then she got really impressed. Oh, he's an amazing guy, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> what a cool guy. Yeah, I love this guy. I want to go to that I love high. this guy. What are I you mean, doing? The worst parties I've ever been you to are so grotty that I don't ever want to talk yeah, about Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I've been to some parties, yeah. Always, what yeah, was um, always the last to leave? Would you have been Usually. around in the kitchen yeah. doing Jack Nicholson? Oh, God. Always worked. Always worked. <laughs> no, it worked. Well, of course it worked. Do your Jack. <laughs> yeah. uh, last to leave, still doing. Always the, Jack. the last to leave. I never said goodbye though. That was the thing. Often I would just walk away. You know that that one. You just yeah. kept your coat on, all that, and it just yeah. drifted off because there was Duck always out. a better party somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. The Irish, there never was. Irish goodbye is the old when you sneak out of. About saying goodbye. Is that an that's Irish what, that's goodbye? what they call it. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I've not heard that. It's because the Irish are notoriously rude. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Because yeah. what, what was you would have? Would you ever have been around at the time when everyone was hanging out at the comedy store and the comedy oh, cafe and great. places like that? Days, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of downstairs in uh, in Leicester Square when it was there, and uh, yes, in that little dressing room in the corner, and there'd be Paul Merton in there, and uh, and Julie and Julian Cleary, or whatever, and all in this tiny little room and. And and, uh, and and there was things that went on in there. Well, I imagine. Fun, yeah. you know. <laughs> no, and it was like the bear pit, the comedy store and the atmosphere. And, oh, yeah, long long time ago, long time ago. But, um, yeah, I've got fond memories, fond memories oh, of that. Lovely. And, uh, 
my Paul Merton story, and we always say it whenever I see him, and I haven't seen it for ages, but uh, we always just say Sheffield to each other, because we <laughs> went to do a gig in Sheffield at the university there, and thinking, oh, we're making it, this is an 87, and we were going on about how great, oh, we're making it now, isn't it great? And, uh, and then this, we're in the dressing room, the social secretary comes in and says, we've got to cancel the gig, sorry, there's nobody, nobody's here. Oh, no. You know? <laughs> we, we always remind ourselves of that. That was a salutary. All the way, that's a long old way to go. It is, Sheffield, no, it was gig. quite funny, we laugh, man, we laugh. We thought we'd be packed out, but the, it was a reality check. Yeah, yeah. Um, those days, very fond, very fond days. I used to love a cancelled gig. <laughs> oh, that sounds Same mad. But, oh, no, know, it's quite good. You don't have to do it then. Yeah. <laughs> the relief, the internal know, relief. What's terrible? Um, they expect you to the do elation. it. Oh, God. Well, no, it's extraordinary, isn't it? Um, best or worst party, quickly. I've been at a horrible party in Broccoli, weirdly, um, where I thought my friend Tom knew them. He thought I knew them at a house party. <laughs> we were on kind of drugs. Yeah. I don't know why I was stumbling over that. <laughs> we did a lot of drugs. Yeah. And, um, and at the end of the night, the sun's coming up. And someone said, said like, oh, who do you know here? Oh, and it was one no. of them. We, and we're, next thing, we're, we're near uh, Deptford, just walking yeah, in the man. bright, like just confused, all just fucked take, up. Oh, on that, that time take the video morning, player man. and run, mate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> grab everything it, you can. It was grey light. It was, gray light. Br- it was brutal. It is brutal, but, um, isn't it? Fuck them people, Coming man. down, grey light. It's the best thing. party was shit. The best thing about not, uh, like, I don't, I, I very rarely go like like mad anymore. I'm very much, oh, I not drinking's great. Well, the thing is, I go through, I'm not drinking at the minute I'm, like, I'm, off, I'm having a, like a bit of time off it but I'm, I'm just because you're recording this yeah. <laughs> for an hour but um, no but I'm somebody who um, I'm quite lucky in that I know I can still have the odd you social drink you and are, stuff right you can just see I can't do that I just no, like no, me yeah, neither game you know. over totally yeah. and I'm, I know I'm lucky about that one. but also what I used to have is that inability to not have loads the moment I had one and now I've got into that I've just hit late 30s and it's gone and now I find it so refreshing that I don't ever have to see that morning light the day having gone through coming through, through the curtains <gasps> morning oh, light like, like, like Dracula trying to sleep Edinburgh used to be the worst for it there's a certain a certain light that comes to Edinburgh for about 5am when you know you've made a terrible mistake yes um, it's oh, quite grey light I imagine it's horrible and there's loads it goes of, with the granite and all it? the um, seagulls come out as well and there's this I've just got this like it gives me like a sort of PTSD flashback whenever I hear seagulls because I think of Edinburgh mornings when I've gone through and gone mad in the past. Yeah, but not this time, eh? This time it'll be. I'm gonna be so chilled this year. I can't, I'm tempted not to drink at all during Edinburgh, but that's um, that would be that would be an achievement. It would be. It'd be the first time I've ever done it. Um, right, it, let's sure. wrap it up. Let's see if there's one final question. There's a bunch on here, but let's just pick one and then wrap up on that. <laughs> Some weird questions this week. You've got quite a few to choose from, haven't you? Ronan He's Quinn. not making it up either. He's not making it. <laughs> up. <laughs> Yeah, this was just my yeah, list. You, Daddy, wrote them. This all one, out. another yeah. one's from uh, Carl Donnelly. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a weird question: Do you watch Love Island? Have you ever seen Love Island? No, and it's, I'm not. I need ever to start. To. I need to. Watch you don't. It. I mean, you're everyone's no, talking about. No, I, I don't watch. You're stuff. better off to not anything. watch it. I really don't. Liz Gold no. has basically has said that I've now sort of annoyingly made her watch it by talking about it last week. Oh no, have you? I mean, look, it's a thing, isn't it? It's a thing. I, might, uh, I watched what is it. it. I mean, I, I know watched. The first episode of last series, right. and it was so you're pretty really, much up to speed. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Oh. It's like Big Brother. Yes, it's it was a bit fun, horrible man. and a bit intrusive. Yeah, toxic, a bit toxic. It is toxic. It's toxic TV. I think it's the very worst. In yeah, yeah, we shouldn't support it. But annoyingly, a bunch of my friends watch it, and I now watch it to be part of the gang. But anyway, well, he's honest, isn't he? I'll, I'll give him that. <laughs> Final question was Ronan Quinn. What's your favourite bird? My favourite. 
My I get, favourite bit ever. The seagull. I know. Yeah. That's, that's my least favourite. It's a really nice question. Actually. It is actually. It definitely. The wren. I like the wren. The wren's a nice bird. Wrens are elegant. They're lovely. It's my daughter's bird. name. Do you get really? Bird? That's lovely. Actually, yeah. it's a lovely name. Um, Do you have um, birds in your garden? Birds. Um, no, I tell you what. Where I live, you have um, there's tropical birds actually. Oh, the lorikeets. Like yes, the yeah, parakeets or whatever loads from of Crystal them. Palace. Yeah. They're all. Extraordinary they're, green birds. They're taken over. There's so many of them. I apparently. know. That is amazing. My favourite bird is of the corvidae family, which is the crow family. Oh, yeah. uh, and I would have to say it might be the jay. Oh, it's a or lovely possibly bird. a raven. I like the ravens because they're the daddy I've crows. I've had one jay in the garden. Have you? Ever. Jays are beautiful. They're like lovely. magpies, aren't yeah, they? They're quite big. Of, they are big. They're crows. Yeah. Know? They are crows. But yeah. I like a chuff, you know, alpine chuff. Uh, they're crows. I love a well. chuff. Do you like a jackdaw? <laughs> like, do you yeah. like a jackdaw? I, I love a jackdaw. jackdaw. There, you get them in Ireland on roofs, glistening yeah, 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 roofs, yeah, yeah. glistening rain. I like an eagle. They're I good, aren't they? Everyone loves an eagle. That's, yeah. a, that's a real man's bird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a man's man. Old, he's a real man. Good old fashioned. <laughs> no contact. That's a man's bird. <laughs> I, like, I like cormorants. <laughs> I like... Uh, Fighting. I like a martin. I like. I love a martin. <laughs> a swift swallow. Swift's a Trouble bird. with them. They can't walk. They don't land, do they? Uh, how, do they make, how do they manage? What they, they don't land they they don't, Well, they've got little legs. They can't walk. They just fly. They go and then perch. They perch. They perch. If right. I could fly, I though, I wouldn't perch. walk. Aren't they amazing? But I love birds. So do I. I, all, get, um, I get a lot of um, great tits in the garden and robins. <laughs> oh, what, from the, when the neighbours sunbathing? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> it was there. Oh, it was there. You could have ignored it. What? You didn't have to A lot do of great it. tits. <laughs> I'm a, I, do you know what? I've, I'm, I've got enough of them in now. I can say that without finding it as a double entendre. <laughs> I genuinely, I can now comfortably you, say no, it without you, laughing. Are you genuine about that? Absolutely. We get loads of them. Um, we get loads of great tits, loads of robins, loads of sparrows. <laughs> Route one, isn't it? We get a lot of wood, wood pigeons. We get wood pigeons in the garden. What? Big yeah, old chunky big, ones. Big chunky wood pigeons. Well, I feed them up as well, so you get massive. Um, oh, you get quite a, quite a selection there. You've yeah, got nice. bird feeders and stuff. I've got yeah. two bird feeders. I get a lot of squirrels coming in trying to nip the bird's food. Um, when I have to chase they them They've got off. to eat too though, isn't it? I mean, I give them some true. nuts from time to time just because I do true. like them. I've watched oh, one nice really grow garden. as well. There was a baby squirrel that I've now watched grow into a full-grown one over the last oh, few months. Oh, uh, you lovely. see, it's this detail that makes me <laughs> warm. <laughs> <A> baby <laughs> squirrel. Baby oh. squirrel. I mean, when I say baby, it wasn't tiny. It was probably, I'd say, about six inches long, and now it's double yeah, the size. Yeah, but they are rats, basically. You do know that, <laughs> don't know. you? They are rodents. I also get, I also they're they're okay, the aren't they? They're okay. Squirrels are all right, aren't they? Rats are all right. Yeah. Rats are all right. They get a bad press. Yeah, definitely. You know, all that yeah. bubonic plague stuff. I know. Forget and forget. That was it. Forget and forget. They had a bad first what album. What else they That's it, really. That's, that's, that's it's, it's a long time ago. Forgive, bad forgive. sharing needles, isn't it? Yeah. That's a good thing. Let's forgive the rats. Yes. Right. Right. We've, we've almost banged on for an hour. Lovely chatting. Extraordinary. Yeah, lovely. So you're showing pleasure. 50, you're 4.15. 4.15 um, at the Dairy Room at lovely. the Underbelly it's in great, Edinburgh. In you Edinburgh. Got, are you doing right? In Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Thank you for that, Jim. Are you having a day off or are you going right One day, I think. Yes, nice. I'll go and climb Ben Nevis. Are you really? <laughs> no. Oh God. I, I would like to do. I've that, done though. Ben Nevis, but have you done I it? I did it after. I did it the weekend after the festival. Oh, it's always fascinated me that idea. Yeah, it's, it's quite a climb, isn't it? it? Do you know what? It's because it's all walkable. It's like it's, it's like, walkable. It's like climbing yeah. stairs for three hours. Fuck. And you're, right. you're meant to train yeah. for it, but I did I've got a an month, escalator uh, on the piss at Edinburgh and smoking. Well, that's training of sorts. And, I uh, mean, smoking. Uh, Arthur's seat's quite good. Though. I know Arthur's Arthur seat. I still haven't done that yet. Have you done it? I haven't been to the top. No. 
that's just that's, yeah. that, that I started to walk up it and it was raining and I was uh, oh you actually had a go oh, yeah we turned right. back oh, I do it all the time <laughs> I did it about though. three or four times and you've been to see Hibs as well or not I've not actually no, I you should got, do that you've got to do that Hibbies go that's see the, the Hibbies or always my favourite part the jam of the tarts <laughs> but a favourite part of the festival is when uh, Premier League season kicks, kicks off it just gives you it's the second half of the end yeah of the no, it does actually so the first anyway. half of the fringe you're getting a bit tired and fatigued and then that just gives you a boost for the end it does because it will be it's, it, yeah it will start It'll it will exciting. start it's back on again anyway, right thank you so much thanks for coming and chatting nah, to lovely. us it's really really nice to meet my, you and chat properly my pleasure totally um, where are you this week Julian gig wise this week I am in Bicester yeah Bicester isn't it Oh, it's called Bister, actually. Oh, Bister! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three, we had three goes at that. <laughs> but it's spelt by Chester. Okay. <clears throat> it is, actually. He's right. He's right. Yeah. Anywhere else? Where else are you going? Um, I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> cool. I, I am <laughs> in Bracknell. Bracknell. Yeah, what, what, whereabouts in Bracknell? I'm in Tynemouth. I should, I should know that. Oh, that's Tynemouth. Tynemouth and Bridport and Norton. So that's all down Blimey, in the south yeah. about me, aren't you? That Tynemouth gig is really cool and really nice. I've yeah. done it. It's really nice. Well, and, and then I'm at King's Cross with, with, with you, yeah, sir, I think, I think on is. Saturday night at yeah. the chapel, is it? So I'm doing, what time are you doing? Nine till ten at the Yeah, chapel, I think I'm right? doing like 7.30 till 8.30. Come along, guys. Well, great. It'd be nice to see you there, Carl. Yeah, man. It'd be nice um, to see you there. So let's come to that if you're in London. Um, I'm at the Backyard Comedy Club on th- Friday and Saturday. No, yeah, Friday and Saturday. Sunday, I'm at the Ned in, in God, Bank. This is proper gigging. These are your proper gigging Ooh, people, I aren't you? I remember that. I can't I wait. Hopefully they'll get cancelled last minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You, they're your favourite gigs, <laughs> the cancelled <laughs> gigs. Keep working at it. Um, right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Cheers. I've been Carl. I've been me. And that was Phil Cool. And I've been Phil. Cheers, guys. Bye.